Welcome back to our study today. I'm glad that you're with me. And this first week we've been studying, and we will be for a while, in the book of 1 Samuel, which is a, a historical book that describes what was happening in Israel and in the time of the, of the judges. And, and Samuel is a young man who God is calling to be a spiritual leader for the people. And you remember God spoke to Samuel and said, Samuel, Samuel, at the, when he was at the tabernacle, one night, and he said, speak, Lord, and God spoke. And what did God say? And that's what we we're going to look at in verse 11 of, of uh, chapter 3. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. At that time, I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from beginning to end. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about his sons blasphemed God, and he failed to restrain them. Therefore, I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. That is, God saying, I'm going to cut off the priestly line from the line of, of Eli going back all the way into the earlier priest. And it's because he said they blasphemed God, and, and also because Eli failed to restrain them. He said, you knew about what they were doing, but you didn't do anything about it. You see, sometimes we can honor our family above God. Sometimes we can allow things to go on in our family that we shouldn't if we are the father or the mother. And just because we, we, we just are hesitant to do something with our sons and daughters, and we think that, that they will maybe dislike us or hate us, but we should take a stand, and we should do it lovingly, but we should do it powerfully, and we should do what we need to do. Samuel lay down until morning and then opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision, but Eli called him and said, Samuel, my son, and he answered, Here I am. What was it God said to you, Eli asked? Do not hide it from me. May God deal with you, be it ever so severely, if you hide from me anything he told you. So Samuel told him everything hiding nothing from him. Then Eli said, He is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. See, Eli knew the truth. I think Eli loved God and wanted to serve God and had served God, but he failed with his own family. You see, it's, it, it doesn't matter what we do if we fail with our family. And if you have failed, you can be forgiven and you can begin to try to make it right by doing everything you can. The Bible says that, that God can, can bring back what has been destroyed. And, but you see, the thing is, if you have young children or teenagers, then begin to let God really use you in their lives and don't fail and, and discipline your children lovingly. Discipline is so important. Discipline is not, nearly, is not merely doing something to your kids when they do wrong. Discipline as far it's child training, that's what the word means. The word discipline means to child train. And you child train by example. You see, you can't tell your kids to do one thing and not do it yourself. You have to be a leader. You have to be a person who does that yourself. And that's what was missing here in some ways. But also, you have to stand for what's right and, and stand even with your own family. You can't allow them to take advantage of you. And that's what Eli had done. And God knew that it was right 
to do what he did. He had to, he had to have godly people in the leadership of the spiritual life of Israel. And Eli knew it too. And he said, he is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. He knew that. He couldn't, he couldn't say anything against God. But verse 19 tells us, the Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. Once again, I think it's just such an amazing contrast here that the true sons of Eli, who were his own flesh and blood, were ungodly and turned out terrible. But Samuel, who was not his son, but he was the mentor of Samuel, he seemed to do a great job with him, and Samuel responded and grew. And the Lord was with Samuel as he grew. And all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, the Bible says, recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of God. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through the word. And Samuel's word came to all of Israel. So Samuel, even though he was just a young man, was already having tremendous influence in the land of Israel as people came to worship at, at the tabernacle. And as they spent time with God there, they met Samuel. They heard his words as he spoke. They saw his life. They, they, they saw him as a prophet of God, the Bible says. And they attested that he was a prophet of God. So he must have, he must have preached and predicted and, and done, done the things that a prophet does. See, a prophet does two things. A prophet preaches the message of God, and a prophet predicts what God's going to do and what God's work will be. Now, the primary job is primarily preaching the word of God, but then sometimes there's strategic messages of prophecy that God wants to give through the prophet. And then, and if, it's a, if he's a true prophet, He's doing what God told him, so it will always come true. One of the ways you know false prophets is they're always predicting something, and it doesn't happen. And so that was what God said was the key to knowing the true prophet. And God continued, the Bible says, to appear at Shiloh. There he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. God spoke to Samuel. Samuel spoke to the people. God's word from Samuel came to all Israel. It's strategic to notice that God uses people. He calls people. He called Samuel to this work. He imparted to Samuel the power and the strength, and Samuel received it and was obedient and became clay in the hands of the potter God and became a mighty instrument. He's one of the greatest believers of all time, one of the greatest prayer warriors of all time. We'll see that later. And he became a man that God constantly used and I think the point is God chooses special, special. he chooses to specially use people. And he chooses people, not necessarily the wisest, not, not necessarily the smartest, uh, not necessarily the most handsome, but he chooses people that he wants to choose to be his preachers and to be his declarers of the gospel message. All of us are to share, but some are to teach and to preach. And so pray for our pastor, Mark, and pray that God would use him as he declares God's word to us on a weekly basis. And as he continues to be used, we will be blessed and we will be strengthened and we will be helped. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.